Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This is Talksport Daily. Hello, happy Thursday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein Talksport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And remember, you can catch me on my drive time show for the rest of your life alongside the sneaker freak, Darren Bent. Yeah, he's back. Yeah, no more moonlighting for Bent. Now, we begin, of course, with another huge night of Champions League action live on Talksport, and it was a big old evening at St. James's Park as Newcastle took on Borussia Dortmund. Here's the fallout. Wow, <laughs> that doesn't get you, I don't know what will. Extraordinary, they've waited a long time for nights like these and now they're getting loads of them. And this fan base is making the most of these nights as well. They're thoroughly enjoying them and why not? Newcastle nil, Borussia Dortmund won and it's Felix Mesha with the goal. Side foot effort from the edge of the box into the oh, middle of the right, sort of, middle of the goal height-wise, right-hand corner. Has anyone seen Newcastle United Football Club? Has anyone seen Pope? Trippier, Longstaff, Gamarez, Yolinton, Amaran, Isaac, Golden, Eddie Howe, Jason Tindall, Sean Longstaff again, can you me Alan Shearer, Gary Logan, Cheryl Cole, and Jadek, boys, boys, do you think some of the players I watching that game gets a little bit too pumped up? Like we know St James's Park is rocking. We know the fans are behind it. We know what it means to play in a Champions League game for Newcastle. <clears throat> But don't you think some of them, you know like when they're going in for a tackle and every single tackle they make it's like, yeah, come on, pump up. Like, all right, we get it. You're in the Champions League. Have a bit of composure. You think they need to just maybe rein it in a little bit? What, the players or the fans? Not the fans. The the, the, the players have a bit of composure, a little bit more I, I didn't see a lack know-how. Of, I didn't see a lack of composure from the players. I think the players feed off it. I think that I think what we saw tonight is actually St James's Park is just another football club. I think you can, I think football you can ground. exert too much energy. Like when you you know when you're that pumped up, you can actually almost go into a game and you actually like you can burn yourself out. You can knack yourself out. Naive tonight, I think. I think we got found out a little bit, really. We were kind of like got caught up in ourselves after the Paris game. Don't get me wrong, unbelievable game. But tonight we got 
I think we got turned over by seasoned veterans when it comes to this kind of level. I would love us to win a trophy as much as the next man, but I'm also a realist, and I think finishing in those top five places again, I, I would take fourth spot and you know no cup run and, and, and no Champions League run for us this season. It's just. I think it's the most essential thing. A little bit disappointed with the first half. I thought we were a little bit loose technically. Very quick pitch tonight. Um, we were almost, it was almost too quick for us. We, we were rushed in our decision making. Um, that brought them into the game on transitions. Second half was much better. I thought we played with more control. And we, we, yeah, we did have the chances. Uh, we were probably weren't at our absolute best. And I think in this competition, it's a lesson for us because to win games, I think we have to be. Man City travelled to Switzerland to play Young Boys. It was live on TalkSport. Here's how that one unfolded. Rodri clipping it forward. Haaland onto his right foot. There's his second. And the points are safe. Erling Haaland bringing the ball down and firing it into the top right-hand corner. Job done. It may be a third successive. 3-1 3-1 win in the group stage of the Champions League for Manchester City. Normal service is resumed for Haaland and a brilliant, brilliant finish. Moved off to his left to receive it, dragged it back onto his right foot, opened the goal up and fed it into the top corner. Great finish. It was an, an exceptional uh, game. Our positional game was really, 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 really good. We lack in the first half, maybe put the physicality of them, a little bit more aggressive in the in the in the one against one and Matteo the first half was a little bit away from the position should be and the second half Matteo helped us to win the game and but in general all of them they were exceptional so I'm really really pleased for the way we played for the half nine to nine we need uh, uh, yeah one more game to qualify mathematically but after that we have to do more to to finish first now, 1998 double winner with Arsenal, Emmanuel Petit. Join Alan Brazil and Ali McCoyce on The Breakfast Show. He had this to say about keeper Aaron Ramsdale. You can understand the frustration from Ramsdale. Um, I, I totally agree with what you said. And um, especially, uh, you know, goalkeeping uh, position is always very special, you know, to deal with. And um, we heard so, so what happened, you know, with Raya for the, um, the last few games. Mistake is done. So... Every single player uh, try to fight, you know, to compete to get that position in the first eleven, and uh, the goalkeeper um, are one of them, one of them as well. So I still believe that uh, if uh, Arteta wants to uh, put competition between the two goalkeepers, he needs to be uh, fair and honest with both of them. And actually, sure. I think there is a problem with Ramsdale. Yeah. Now, despite the victory for Man United against FC Copenhagen this week, Simon Jordan still felt all wasn't right at the club. There's a surprise. He's had no experience of managing under this kind of scrutiny with some of these players. The Ronaldo challenge for him. Managing an Ajax is one thing, managing here is another. And maybe you've got to give this guy an inordinate amount of time. Maybe United have got to be prepared to say that whatever the micro moment looks like, we've got a macro picture that is in three years' time we're going to be where we need to be. And somehow, one one way or another, the culture of Manchester United is going to be changed under this guy because they've become a Manchester United that accepts defeat, gets beat at home, seems to have a culture of players that don't respect the football club that they're playing for and think they have an entitlement to say what they want. And all of that seems to be a culture that underpins a football club that has great illusions about where it should be and delusions of the reality of what it's going to take to get there. 
And on my show, Andy Goldstein's Drive Time, former Aston Villa striker, the wonderful Gabby Agbonahor, was alongside me and had a message for Man United fans. I feel that a lot of Manchester United fans owe Harry Maguire an apology, first of all. I feel that what he's been through, he's had fans booing him, he's been away on pre-season tours, and you've got sheep booing him, sheep fans that don't have a clue about football booing see, him. See, I, well, I would and he's, been, he's got through it, Andy, and he's, he said, no, I'm not going to leave. I, I want to play for Manchester United. Easy for him to say, OK, I'll go to West Ham. Let's get the deal through. No, I'm staying here. I'm going to fight for my position. And look what he's doing now. You know, we've got man in the mouth against Sheffield United. We've got an assist. Was it against Brentford, mm. maybe? Mm. Last night, he scores. That's a captain's performance last night. The only, the, I agree with you. The only thing I'll say is when fans boo Harry Maguire, you're alluding to when he plays for England. I think, personally, that when fans are booing, it's the decision to play a player that's not getting game time. Yeah, but that, that's what yeah. I, I think it's a message to Southgate, booing, saying, how on earth can you pick a player, it happens to be Maguire, that's not playing for his club. That's personally what I think the booing's of about. Of course, but I remember, I think Manchester United went away pre-season, either America or Australia, and he was getting booed. And it's like, sometimes he comes as well, Andy, from social media. Yeah. You know, yep. Harry Maguire makes a few mistakes, there's a real made. Yep. But if Martinez, Varane make the same mistakes, oh, it's forgotten, you yep. know, not yeah, their yeah, fault. Yeah, so he's been picked on a lot, and it's, and it's, I know for a fact that it's probably affected him as a, as an ex player, getting that, you know, bad, bad media coverage. Everyone wants to come for you on social media. You're the, the one everyone's laughing about now. And now after the game last night, well done, Harry Maguire. Mm. You know, he, he's come through. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello. Finally, Alan Brazil and Ali McCoyce also discussed the prospect of going bald on breakfast. Well, boffins believe they may be able to uh, cure baldness <laughs> after discovering the gene oh. mutations causing blokes to lose their barnet. Uh, researchers examined the genetics of more than 70,000 blokes 
and found D- DNA variants that linked to male baldness for the first time. Here we go. A team from the University of Bonn in Germany hoped their findings could help identify those most at risk of losing their hair and boost their treatment options. Ali, would you ever think about would you if, if they suddenly said you can have your hair back, would you do it? By the way, before we go any further, I'm not in the same condition as you and that, Ed. I'm well, not too bad. Uh, I'm, no, I'm, what do you mean you're not too bad? I've just got a You've got a spot. couple of wisps at the front, that's I've, it. <laughs> I've got the penalty spot. And by the way, when I gave myself a good a good look at which I do quite often in the mirror, if I keep my head the right way, I can't see my bald spots. <laughs> <laughs> so, so don't get me wrong. My bald spot, we used to say you could see my bald spot for the moon. But if I'm looking at a mirror, I, you, can't, you can't see well, it. I was, I was told that's why you don't do the touchline interviews, you know, because people in the stand are like, oh, God, he's getting old, isn't he? <laughs> And then on drive time, Gabby made this revelation. Do you ever get a hair transplant? I tried. Did you? So basically, we, uh, me and my friend, you know, we had um, losing our hair. We went, where? met the guy in London. I can't right. remember where it was. Or was we it all on the free? No, no, right, no, okay. no, 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 no. Went to the, meet the guy in London. Um, the guy was going to do it. He says, take these tablets to sort of strengthen your hair. Went back to him after a few months. And he looked at my hair and he says... No chance of getting hair out of a bald egg. <laughs> He's looked at my head and he says, no. Because you have to get it from the back of your head and yeah, the sides. So, yeah. Thickness. My hair wasn't thick enough. Thick, um, thick enough. So, didn't happen for me, mate. So, I just accepted it. it. Would you ever wear a wig? My friend's got a wig, you know. My friend wears one. What would you call it, a wiggy? <laughs> Honestly, he got hammered for it. Wow. Why does he wear a wig? How old but is he? He's um year older than me. So basically, like, all through his 20s, he had a bald head, right? Yeah. And what he had done was... This is going to be a great story. Honestly, he had a, you know the wigs, but like... They stick them on with glue? Yes. Like, so, so it's part of your head? Yeah, and he had a fade. So he got a barber to fade into the wig. Amazing. So it looks real, right? That, I've seen it looks them. really good. They look unbelievable. Yeah, it looks really good, right? But imagine a group chat, because we saw all the pictures while it's happening. We tried to put it off on a night out. Did you? <laughs> he put it, girls. Gab, we tried to put it off. We tried to put it off. It didn't come off. It's brilliant. Is it easy to pull off? <laughs> he couldn't put it off. What do you mean? Stuck on, mate. I think Bent is away. Is Bent away soon? When Bent is next away, yeah. I'll book you in to, to do the I'll show. I'll get one done for Banter. While the show's happening. I'll get one done for Banter. Do you promise me? I'll get it done. And promise, do you promise me you will not do that on any other show no. apart from I'll ours? I'll do it on here. I'll get it done. Yeah, we get a proper hairdresser in who does the wigs. Your mate, your mate what's his name, Wiggy? Yeah, Wiggy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but just picture me, mate, with like, like a nice afro. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the Talksport app or wherever you get your podcast from. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talksport daily podcasts out first in the morning. Do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day, and above all, we'll be safe. Well, be safe. That was a podcast from Talksport. Britain feels broken, but how do we fix it? Westminster just doesn't seem to have the answers but we have found some people who do. Join me, journalist Becca Hudson, and me, the former MP Ed Vasey, for How I'd Fix. From the price of a pint to the housing crisis, this is the show where we take an alternative look at the problems plaguing the nation. And hear practical solutions from those in the know. Catch new episodes of How I'd Fix wherever you get your podcasts. Rebuilding Britain starts here.